JM in the AM on this uh, Wednesday morning broadcast, and we are the guests of Rabbi Levi Duchman, who's the official shliach here for Chabad in Dubai. Thanks so much for joining us here today, and thank you for hosting us here today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, to give me a little bit of history. You're in Dubai because how long ago did we start with this whole story? Yeah, so I'm from New York, from Brooklyn, New York, from Crown Heights. I moved here about six years ago. Why? Why? There's been I've been before. I've been living in Casablanca, Morocco where my brother-in-law and sister are Chabad Shluchim there. And we extended from Morocco, moved to the UAE. Um, we had a small Jewish community living here. And there's been a need to establish kosher, to establish education for children, and to establish different Jewish infrastructure. And that's it. The UAE seems to be a very welcoming society. Um, I mean, I do notice you have security here. I assume that's required, right, for, for a... An establishment like yours, right? Yes, of course. So the UAE is a very safe place. I would say one of the safest countries in the world. We've always been strongly supported by the government to have everything that we need. The front door is just a doorman to make sure everyone's coming knows more of a service than a security. What happened a couple of months ago when this news started to uh, really get out there about this uh, peace agreement between the UAE and Israel? Did you anticipate that you'd have these types of crowds in Chabad? No, things completely changed, of course, since the Abrahamic Accord. Prior to the Abrahamic Accord, we, of course, had a minyan every Shabbat. We had Rosh Chodesh, but now every day we started with one minyan a day. But I think this morning we had three, and I think it's just going to continue to grow. It's not only Israelis. There's a lot of Americans, Europeans. I think Dubai became a, quite a hot destination. What does it do for your infrastructure? Because I already heard today you're bringing in more shluchim to, to join you here. Yes, so we're continuing, of course, to build the infrastructure here. We could proudly say that we've already had, even prior to the Abrahamic Accord, the full Jewish infrastructure. We had local shechita here, and <clears throat> sorry, in the Emirate of Al Ain in Abu Dhabi. We had Jewish education, we had Talmud Torah, but of course, since the Abrahamic Accord, we had to really build infrastructure quite quickly, build, quickly build new institutions. So we just brought down one new couple that will help us with the Israeli tourists. We have many Bachram here, yeshiva boys that are assisting. We have many mashkichim helping with the kashrut. So we are keeping up with the demand. Uh, how much further can this go? I mean, I know that, for instance, now on Hanukkah, Shabbos specifically, you're anticipating a very large crowd. I mean, are there going to be times, you know, weeks from now and months from now where this crowd is just going to get out of control? Yes, of course. So even this past Shabbat, we had over 500 people. And we are going to be in different locations. We are already in different locations between Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Um, we have some locations for the local Jewish community, other locations for tourists. So, of course, it's naturally things as they grow. We will continue to be here and be an enablement to enable Jews to keep their Yiddishkeit and to do, to do whatever they need here in the United Arab Emirates. I ask this question with the greatest respect, but I'm just so curious. I've walked into many Chabad houses around the world, and usually there's one photograph that's hanging in a Chabad house. You walk into yours, and it's obvious that the administration of this country is well noted and is, is uh, portrayed in photographs that are hanging on your wall. What's the story behind that? Yes, of course. So here, naturally, it's a community place. And us as a community, we're very thankful to the UAE authorities for giving us the ability to have a community here, not just a regular Jewish community, but a thriving Jewish community. And if you go into a synagogue in Morocco, you'd also see a picture of the king. So over here as well, this is um, the basic respect from our community, as we are proud to be here in the United Arab Emirates, and we're proud to have this leadership. You know, the way kingdoms work in this world, and historically, 
It could be very difficult for a Jewish community here and for other communities as well. It's potentially like that. It, isn't it amazing that there's an, it seems to be an administration and a kingdom, uh, a royal palace that is trying to help people grow as much as possible and be part of the society in every way as much as possible? Yes, of course. This is actually the vision of the founding father of the UAE, Sheikh Zayed. Um, which the UAE is built on respect, tolerance, coexistence. So the UAE is home to over 200 nationalities. So this is something really part of the UAE. It's not new for the Abrahamic Accord. Right. This is something which religious tolerance, um, respecting people for who they are, and this is just the... This is the values the UAE is built on. You know, some of what you just described we could use back in Brooklyn. You know that. <laughs> it's a, it's interesting that you know the United States is the quote-unquote capital of the world, and New York is the capital of the world, right? You, Jerusalem's the center of the world. Uh, New York's the capital of the world. But I think some of what they have here may force people to start looking to this part of the world as the real capital of the world when it comes to commerce and when it comes to relationships. No, of course. This is something the UAE, we, we do believe that we are a beacon of light to the neighbors, especially here in the region, but to the whole world, for people, like you said, even in the U.S. and in Europe, to learn from the authorities, to learn from the leadership of the UAE, what it means real tolerance, what it means real coexistence. Just a few weeks ago, we had um, an official license from the government to do local shechita here in United Arab Emirates. This is something the Jewish community in Belgium still doesn't have, and in, right. other in other countries in Europe. So to see the the open arms and the, the the strong invitation which the UAE has not only to Israelis but the Jewish community, not only Jewish community, to all communities around the world and to all religions. This is something definitely um, values which our community um, continues. And we hope, like you mentioned, of course, all the communities around the world will, will take these values and take these Take the steps forth. Rabbi Levi Duchman is here. We'll let you go in a minute, but uh, just a couple of things. First of all, the reason you're in a rush is because there's so much growth here in the community, you're actually going to participate in the discussion today about what? What's happening? Yeah, so there's, like you mentioned, there's a lot of new developments happening here. So developing the kosher, we are working on developing new locations for the Jewish community, um, developing different, or different, already now different events for Hanukkah. We're working on building our new mikvah. So there's there's quite an extensive amount of amount of work um, taking place now. We have a new team which is coming to help. So yeah. how many of the Emirates have Chabad? We're right now in Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Those two with continuation with of you course. You think there'll be more? Of course, no question about it. And of in a few weeks, we're opening. We're moving our into a new nursery, which we're quite excited about. So the, the first official proper nursery in the middle of Dubai called Mini Miracles. So this is something, a lot of exciting projects, a lot of exciting things going Quickly on. Quickly tell me the Hanukkah schedule, the, the special events, what are happening? So we're going to have a few menorah lightings in downtown Dubai, right near Burj Khalifa, world's tallest building. We are going to have different events for the community. We have different events lined up with different government officials. So there's quite an exciting lineup for Hanukkah here in the UAE. We're very excited about it. How do people support your Chabad? How do people support? Yeah. What, what website do they go to? So you can go on jewishuae.com and you can find all of our activities and 
and and, and there's a way support, to support over there. Course, yes. Because I'm sure you need a lot of support at this point. <laughs> I can yes. only imagine. Well, I thank you for your time and I thank you for your hospitality. And uh, one of the things we were told is that you are one of the people here in this uh, in this community that gets things done. So <laughs> we are victims of that because it seems you're running off <laughs> yes. to get things done. Well, thank you, very, Rabbi very Duchman. Much. Before yes. you leave, we want to present to you the special Nahum Single Network Dubai oh, wow. thank 2020. You very, very this is evidence that you were part of our historic <laughs> broadcast from this part <laughs> of the world. Thank you very very much. Thank you for this opportunity. And I wish you guys a Freilich and Hanukkah to all the listeners. And hopefully we'll see you guys very soon here in the United Arab Emirates. Thank you very much. There he is, Rabbi Levi Duchman. He is the leader of Chabad here in Dubai. And he means that. He wants to see everybody come and visit and be part of the incredible growth of this community. Those of you who are... Uh, who are looking to uh, vacation here in the UAE, you can check out their website at jewishuae.org uh, and, um, and participate in that way. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we have uh, uh, more Hanukkah uh, music for you from the Miami Boys Choir as we continue on this very special Wednesday edition of JM in the AM from Dubai. <laughs> 